This is Unclaimed Bands, show 44. All right, hey, music listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands, and tonight we are coming from a secret location in the lovely Maniunk, and our guests tonight are Give Me Gravity. Welcome, guys. Thank you for uh, taking the time to uh, do a little interview with us. Hey, hey. Thanks for coming out and joining us here. Hello. <laughs> okay, Hello. it's going to be one of those interviews. All right, hey, if we can just get you left or right just to say your name and what you do in the band, now everybody knows. Uh, my name is Tom, and I play bass and sing sometimes. And I'm Andrew, and I play guitars, and I sing. My name is Nick, and I play lead guitar. I'm Saul, and I'm the drummer. All right, all right, so now we've got, uh, you know, Musketeer roll call here. That's good. We're missing Mike. He's not here. He plays I, keys. Where, where, Mike couldn't make it? He lives yeah. in New Jersey, so it's like far. God, away. once you get trapped in Jersey, yeah, it's bad. I know. Mike, I, I was lucky enough to get out. Mike, we'll, we'll send someone. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, listen. First thing I want to know is, you know, you guys have only been together a little over a year. How did you all get together? How did this all happen? Uh, well, Andrew and I went to school together at St. Joe's about two years ago, or three years ago now, and so we knew each other then. And after school ended, we kind of we played in a band in school. We always wanted to play afterwards. We moved back to Philadelphia after school ended and we kind of started jamming a little bit. We were writing some songs, had some cover bands, stuff going on. We had like two or three other guys play with us, but it was kind of like a rotating cast. And um, we got to a point where it's just Andrew and I and this other guy, Kevin, who was playing with us at the time. And we had two or three songs that were basically written, almost completely written without a drummer or <laughs> without... Uh, really a full like full band at all so just two or three of us jamming on these entire the songs were like complete so mm-hmm. um you know one day last december i was just sick and tired of being in our basement and not really getting anything done on these songs because we couldn't really like write any more you mm-hmm. know we were kind of just stuck mm-hmm. so um, I went on Craigslist and almost immediately I put on a post and like a day later Saul responded in all caps yelling at us saying that he was the best drummer alive and that we wouldn't be sorry. Mm-hmm. So this was Craigslist and you, 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 that's where you searched for bandsaw mm-hmm. or something it's else not, not that kind of craigslist <laughs> oh okay <laughs> intimate encounters <one>. yeah. <laughs> we we put men looking for women and somehow saw responded but i was a little confused <laughs> <laughs> so yeah saw responded and uh he's very um excited in his email and i I was excited when it came over and we jammed out and he kind of just fit with the songs that we had already written, which is pretty great. And yeah, and he he had a chance to hear some some of the songs because we sent him some videos of practice. So that's how he kind of was like, love the sound you guys are putting together. Yeah. So it was funny. We we had Saul come and we played. It was Saul... Andrew and I, and then our other guitarist, Kevin, who's no longer in the band. And then, like, the next day, after we played and we are just, like, so pumped, it, we finally had a drummer, finally we were able to fill out some of these songs. Like, Kevin dropped the news on us that he was moving to Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, um, all of a sudden, from a full band, we're down to looking for another member almost immediately. So... A couple weeks, maybe one or two weeks after that, Andrew and I were 
um, at a bar down in Maniunk and Lucky's. <laughs> and and, and we, we were just catching up because Andrew travels for work, so we were just catching up one night and just you know we had a drink. We we're sitting at the bar. It's pretty chill night. And Andrew just randomly, we were just talking about the music and everything. And Andrew's just like, I'm just gonna ask the bartender. So he asked the bartender, Hey man, do you know anyone he knows who plays guitar? Is looking for a band, like. Because you know, we're pretty close to the bartender, we knew that they're kind of in the music scene because we talked to him before. So he just was like, "Yeah, this guy," and he pointed to like the other side of the bar, and is Nick, who's over here right now on the couch next to me. He's like, "Yeah, this guy knows how to play guitar, and he's looking for a band." And like, really? And yeah, like yeah. So we introduced ourselves to him and. You know, we exchanged numbers. It was pretty, pretty dazzling, I'd say. <laughs> he had that look in his yeah. eye, and we knew it was true from there. And, uh, <laughs> and wow. so we set up a date. Uh, you know, he, uh, he, had, he came over, and we jammed, and his guitar was horribly out of tune. But we For stopped. strings. That was the excuse. But <laughs> I can't play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> so he came down, jammed with us, and it fit perfectly. And uh, pretty much ever since then, we kind of just started writing our song. We filled up the songs that we had already written, and then we started writing new songs after that. And Mike, who's not here. He's my, my best friend from home, from New Jersey, from my parents' house, you know, mm -hmm. from Matawan, represent. And um, hmm. he always played keyboards, you know, he's pretty good at piano, so eventually we kind of just integrated him into our music, and so I think he's officially a full-fledged member of the band as of, like, a couple of days ago, so... Yeah. Oh, good. You guys took a vote. Excellent. Yeah. And yeah. He's, he's still on the island. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of how we all came together. Cool. Cool. That's that's pretty interesting. I mean, especially with the, uh, with the success you guys have been enjoying so far. And we'll get into that a little bit later on. But uh, I'm curious, the, the name, you know, how did you come up with the name? I'll answer this one again because this is my idea. <laughs> um... <laughs> There's this band called The Receiving End of Sirens who I was like super into in high school and, and college and they're really awesome. They're broken up, R.I.P. And um, they used to have a song and part of the lyrics of one of their songs, they kind of chant or yell the words, give me gravity. And it works out really well in the song and I always thought and my friends and I always talked about, oh, that'd be a sweet band name. And so I kind of always held it in my back pocket for a while. Like, I knew that I was going to want to use it as a band name for a long time. Yeah, but you want to save it for the right band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, I went out that. and I, like, took the MySpace and I took, like, the the Gmail and I forgot the password to the Gmail account <laughs> and the YouTube account I forgot the password to that. So we all have new <laughs> YouTube and Gmail accounts for our band now. But mm -hmm. at the time, this is like five years ago, I wanted to yeah. keep that name in line. So I think we, we were throwing out names for a while and they're all pretty horrible. 
and uh, it just kind of, I, I said it one day, and I think it was all, it just kind of clicked for the four of us, and we all thought it was kind of cool. So. We were all pretty frustrated at that point, though, because it was been mm-hmm. like a few weeks we were trying to figure out band names, yeah. and <laughs> it's hard to make decisions in this band, not going to lie, but uh, we get we get it done. It's every band, but. Yeah, I, I definitely like it better than the original band name. What was that? The original band name. Which one? <clears throat> the bottom of my hell and heart. Yeah. Well, that was because we had Kevin, who was he was Kevin Hart. I so, was yeah. Tom Haldy, uh, and you were Andrew Bondarev. So we combined our names, bottom of my hell and heart. It made sense. Mm-hmm. But then he left, so yeah, we had didn't make any sense. <laughs> bottom of my ha- Helen Sarnecki. Dratman. Bottom of my Helen Dratman. That'll be the You can do that one when you just do the covers on the side. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, you guys formed in January 2012, and, uh, you know, very quickly you've moved. I mean, going on to play at TLA and uh, you know, just all over and getting a lot of great feedback. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that progression? Because rarely do you see bands move this quickly. I mean, we're talking mm-hmm. just a little over a year. Well, um, as you mentioned, uh, you know, we, uh, we played TLA. Um, quite quickly uh, into us being a band uh, only, what was it, four or five months, something like that, not even. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Vince Voles from Double uh, V Bookings um, does uh, the legendary dives and, you know, the occasional show at the TLA um, hooked us up. He had posted on Facebook saying, uh, you know, I need a band for, you know, uh, a show at a, quote, large Philly venue, and I knew exactly what he was talking about, so I jumped on the horn with these guys. I'm like, guys, guys, guys. My soul's favorite word is guys. Guys. All caps. All caps. It has to be all caps. Um, I was like, look, you know, we gotta, we gotta hop on this, and they all agreed, and you know, I got, I got on Vince about, and I was like, hey, hook it up. He said. uh <laughs> You got you guys sure you can put, uh, push seventy five tickets? That was like absolutely, and we ended up selling out of them in something like two and a half weeks. Yeah. And it was it, that was actually really our first real full set show. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of helped with the tickets. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yes. absolutely. Yeah, you know, all of our friends who'd never seen us mm-hmm. come to that one yeah. show. You know? It's all a marketing ploy. But and uh, we <laughs> when we when we booked that show, we probably had like half an hour of music written that we could actually play <laughs> yeah. right. and we had a 45 minute set to mm-hmm. fill so four what was songs it? we had four we songs we had yeah. four songs it was like you know not a lot we played what the end of june was the show that month of june was just crazy because uh, we, we, were we like, practiced oh, we need to like actually write, write songs we, 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 we play them we wrote and practiced practically every day for mm-hmm. what a straight month yeah this is absolutely insane but um you know Moving on, in any case, um, you know, so slowly but surely, you know, we became very selective of the shows that we were playing, you know, uh, making sure we only played at most twice a month, you know, mm-hmm. beginning, end of month, you know, that type of deal. Um, and um, we kind of just progressed on to, we went TLA, World Cafe, um what else have we done? We've done Dobbs. We played Dobbs. We played Great yeah. Street. Yeah. yeah. Um, Great and room. 
we actually uh, just got done playing TLA for the second time um, a few weeks ago. Um, uh, and, you know, I've kind of been on top of um, trying to get us, you know, in the eyes of MMR. Um, 93.7 WSCW had already premiered our uh, first single, and they'd been spinning us every few weeks, you know. But um, I, I really wanted that MMR, so, you know, because I'd been noticing that a lot of bands that I'm friends with were getting Artists of the Month. And I was like, I wonder how, you know, how to get that. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, would, I would bump into Jackson every so often. You know, um, sacrifice a chicken. Yeah, exactly. Back, you know, <laughs> some candles. <laughs> So, you know, I kept bumping into Jackson, you know, I was like, firstborn. As long as you got, you know, hey, think about the cost you're saving in college. <laughs> yeah, so I'd see Jackson down at um, Dobbs, TLA, you know, for, you know, the show here and there. And I'd be like, yo, hook it up. What, you know, what do I have to do? He was like, all right, email me, email me, email me. And so I'd email him. He was like, email my producer. <laughs> Sarah. So I emailed Sarah and I, you know, I'd, I'd, I've been talking to her for months about it. I'm talking probably four or five months. I was like, hey, you know, we're, here's what we're up to. Here's what's going on. You know, what's, you know, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, you know. So has no shame and will push anyone to their limits. <laughs> Forever. Uh, hey, excuse me. And it's it, called persistence, my and friend. I, and you know, I'm not complaining about it. It's just. Why do you think I'm here? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. This has been going back and forth now for a while. Right. Right. God. So yes. I mean, you need you need that in a yep. band and or with most things like this. So uh, we kind of lucked out because Saul does all that stuff for us. So uh, yeah, he ended up getting a. WMMR Artist of the Month local shots yeah. mm -hmm. for uh, March. Pretty cool, uh, pretty cool thing. I and think. you know, it also helps getting shows. You know, when the drummers are promoter as well. So <laughs> yeah, that could, that could help just a little. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, you know, we'll shift gears to that right now. I mean, obviously, with the local shots, uh, Artist of the Month, uh, you also have a showcase coming up on the thirtieth, correct? Yes, sir. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be down at the legendary Dobbs on March thirtieth, um, Saturday night, mm -hmm. uh, for our March showcase. Um, you know, Jackson's gonna be there. He's gonna be introducing us. They're gonna they've been plugging and playing us on MMR uh, all month so far. Um, I'm just waiting for that 30, 30 second spot to come up on MMR the commercial. Mm. I'm just gonna. Spread that around on Facebook. It was pretty cool to like actually listen to the radio and hear your own song, mm -hmm. which is kind of ridiculous. That's yeah. like that scene. It's like that scene in all the movies. You know, the the band hears their song in the car for the first time, and they go crazy in the car, and they're like, "Oh mm -hmm. my god, the song's on the radio!" So is that you guys? No, not no. at all. I think uh, I think Andrew was in Mississippi. He was listening on the internet. I was listening through my phone on a septa bus by myself. <laughs> and now you're just that guy nobody wants yeah, to Yeah, I was like, to. oh my god, I'm on the phone I'm like this. I'm on the bus and I'm like, this is awesome. And everyone's like, this guy's the crazy guy on the bus today. And he wants to sit next to me. And... 
You also kind of smelled that day. Yeah, I probably <laughs> smelled pretty bad. So there, so it's not that, just that it's classic that weird okay. septa bus People guy. People of septa. <laughs> who just yelled random shit and, you know, smelled mm. kind of funky. But yeah. <laughs> Cool. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, why don't we take a moment and listen to one of your songs? Because, uh, you know, we'll be talking about it now for a little while. Uh, what are we going to hear? Let's uh, let's do our first uh, single that we released, uh, Leave. Leave? Okay. Yeah. Do you want us to talk about it or... Well, you can talk about it after. Or yeah, we maybe. can talk about it when we come out of it. How All can we right, do that? Let back. everybody hear it that way they understand yeah. what you're talking about. Sure, that works. <laughs> okay. This is Leave by Give Me Gravity.
just heard Leave by Give Me Gravity. Uh, guys, first off, where can people get your music at? Everywhere. GiveMeGravity.com and brings us to our band camp. Uh-huh. Um, that's our primary way of, you know, downloading and, and, and listening to our EP. Mm -hmm. has four songs on it. Um, you can download it for whatever price you want. You can buy a physical copy of it if it's there. GiveMeGravity.com. Also, you can listen to us on pretty much every site, right? What, MySpace? Well, 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 I don't, I don't I know. Didn't someone has a MySpace. Yeah, no, you, you can find us on Facebook, Bandcamp, uh, iTunes, Amazon Rhapsody, blah, 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 blah. Can, blah. Yeah. can people get your, buy your music at the shows, too? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, good. That's probably the best way to do it anyway, people. Yeah. yeah. Get to come out to meet the band. So we, 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 we're pretty much, uh, we've decided to you know, do the philosophy of pay what you want for the music. Mm -hmm. We just kind of want people to hear us, and if they think it's good, then they'll pay for it. If they don't, they'll get it for free, whatever. There you, you go. Know? So uh, that's kind of what we've, it's been our MO since we released mm -hmm. the, the album, so. And cool. every album we uh, give out, we give a hug. Oh, <laughs> that's so nice. We're trying to connect with the fans. I'm going to pass. That's <laughs> <laughs> no offense, but, you know. Uh, what, what can you tell us about that song? You said you want to talk about it a little bit. I mean, it's just, uh, it was one of the first riffs. Um, you know, one of the first riffs that I kind of had in mind for a rock band. Um, it was inspired a lot by um, At The Drive-In. Okay. Uh, At The Drive-In was also inspired, I guess, by early Foo Fighters. And it's a song about telling telling somebody that you don't want in your life to get out. I can relate, okay. Yeah, so it's just kind of leave this town, leave this place. And uh, yeah, I mean, we, we also had, I guess, more, my morning jacket was an influence on there. We have a dual lead guitar part that harmonizes, and uh, my morning jacket tends to do that. So uh, yeah, it's it's kind of what I had in mind for the song. Oh, excellent, excellent. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, your EP uh, got a lot of positive uh, response and a lot of positive feedback. Uh, a lot of things are read on the internet about it. Uh, people seem to like it. I mean, I know I do. Uh, you guys working on anything new? Anything that we can expect to see in the future? Well, right now we're actually um, we're doing our a single down at uh, Cambridge Sound Studios in Newtown uh, with our, our buddy Jim Salmon. Uh, we're doing mm -hmm. this single right now for this song called, uh, what is it? This Purple Felt is Driving Me Crazy. So that's a song about nice. mm -hmm. traveling for Sorry. work and hating the cubicle. Know, hating the cubicle. <laughs> the, the nine to five lifestyle. Wow. So, okay, so it's not about Prince then. It's okay. kind of like a third world problem. <laughs> a first world problem, but... It is mm. what it is, but it's a cool song, and so we're actually doing that right now, just to kind of 
get something new out because you know we recorded in may of last year we released in june so we want to get something new out to everyone but mm -hmm. that's our preliminary plan right now that's kind of what we have going yeah. on oh that's good that's good so it's so a little while everybody yeah. just wait i got some yeah. new material coming out yeah i'm sure you'll be testing it out too while you play live right Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We've, played, right. we've been playing that for a while, but See. we're hoping to release it actually, what, relatively now, soon, as yeah. soon as possible. Few days. We just no, finished no, no, our no. vocals today, actually, so. <coughs> good, good. Um, mm -hmm. we're, we're kind of into the mixing mode, and we're hopefully have it next week. So, so people should be able to hear it uh, maybe before or... Before the, before the show. The show. idea okay. is before the show at Dobbs, we'll have it done. We'll be able to be able to like send it out to people and mm -hmm. people can cool. check it out then. Cool, cool. That's great. That's yeah. great. Well, you know, with your songwriting, can you guys take us a little bit through what the songwriting process is? Because every band does it a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you start with a new song? I mean, most of the time... Um, for a lot of the songs, it's been me, you know, writing uh, a riff, uh, a verse, uh, some on acoustic guitar. I travel a lot for work, and uh, you know, I just have my acoustic guitar always with me. So I'll start writing a riff, start writing some verses, uh, maybe a chorus, but not very rarely because I'm not good at writing choruses. <laughs> Usually the band has to yell at me to write a chorus later. Um, and I bring it to the band and I kind of have a loose structure to it. And um, I play it acoustically and they kind of jump in, we jam a little bit. And, and a lot of times it's, well, Andrew mm -hmm. will bring it to just Nick and mm -hmm. me and we'll kind of acoustically go through the song. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and mess around with yeah. that before like bringing Saul in and going full band. Yeah. So we kind of want to get some minor structure down before yeah. we go into that. Because Saul gets really bored when we're trying to structure a song. Yeah. He's like, I don't care. Have the and Tom, he's, he's a drummer. He just wants to hit exactly. shit. Exactly. 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 He just wants to hit shit and we're and like, that's, ah. that's fair. That's fair, you know? Yeah. It's his thing. And uh, so Tom's really good at structuring songs. So a lot of times I'll have like just too many verses in a row, too many choruses or whatever. He puts it all together. Um, so that's kind of how we started doing it. As of recently, though, Nick has been contributing a lot more in terms of, you know, starting a song for us mm -hmm. where we'll take a riff that he had and we'll write around that riff because he just has some crazy ideas up in his head <laughs> and using you know this kid uses he was, like he looks it this kid Too uses much time on my hands. this kid uses like two or three guitar pedals it's very minimal but it sounds awesome. really just <laughs> great stuff so uh prior to prior to joining our band nick basically just wrote like 14 long epic solos on his guitar nice. he had like you know three or four different parts and all this stuff and it was just him on guitar so we're kind of taking bits and pieces of these like symphonies that he had <laughs> on guitar and and trying to incorporate them and make them basic. I mean, they're kind of the basic 
part of some of our songs now. Yeah, um, and you know, let it let it be known, Nick's lack of uh, speaking tonight uh, is definitely made up with his guitar. Yeah, yeah. You speak with your instrument. I, I, I understand. With fingers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know that, ladies? He speaks with his fingers. <laughs> Nick's also the uh, sex appeal in our band. <laughs> well, this question's for each one of you. How does being in Give Me Gravity differ from other projects you were involved with? Hmm. Start over there. All right. Well, um, I um, I've been in and out of bands for almost ten years now. Um, starting in high school, and just none of them, you know, really came to full fruition, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, th some of them I uh, I had been in for years, and they just, you know. I, I was always kind of like the one doing the pushing and the managing and, you know. Not like now, no. No, Imagine. not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, it, back then I, I was very um, ignorant to um, the idea of doing it properly. So we really didn't get very far. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it, they always ended, you know, in bitter breakup and... To be honest, like, you know, as soon as I joined up with these guys, like, I, I knew, like, I, I feel comfortable with these guys, like, you know, they're, I consider them brothers at this time. <laughs> you guys are too funny. <laughs> Go on, there's no video here. <laughs> oh, we wish there was. <laughs> yeah, so, um... In any case, um, yeah, no, I, I feel good about, you know, these guys, and, like, that's why I'm pushing so hard um, to um, make this work. Mm-hmm. So. Nick, what about you? Um, before Give Me Gravity, I was only in one real band, I guess. There was one little basement band before that. Um, but in terms of this band, this is the first time I've ever had complete creative freedom like my last band I could throw something out there and maybe it didn't fit our style and you know lead singer is a bit of an egomaniac and just shoot me oh, down hopefully he doesn't hear this podcast uh, I don't care if he does <laughs> that's cool <laughs> um, whoever you are don't listen <laughs> yeah but I'm not gonna mention any names uh, yeah in terms of writing like I could just there was something out there that didn't fit the genre that we were going for. Like, we were pretty poppy. Mm -hmm. So, when I came to this band, it's like, okay, these guys want to rock. Like, I remember the first practice we had when I first came to jam, and they showed me, what, two songs? I think it was Sleepless and Leave, and I was like, holy shit, like, I have some homework to do. <laughs> They're going to let me play lead guitar. So, that was kind of new for me also, because... Lead was just something I noodled around with at home. I didn't play lead in my last band. I was more of a rhythm player. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, Give Me Gravity's been, I guess, a learning experience as well. I mean, figuring out solos and really pushing to just make my guitar parts sing the song, mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. This, is a, this is the first band where I got to sing vocals in, really. I, I didn't sing much before, and I've only started writing songs maybe three or four months ago or three three or four years ago uh -huh. and singing then uh last couple bands i was in mainly we did covers and uh you know i was just in the background kind of doing stuff but now you know 
get to sing lead vocals. I write most of the songs. I've upgraded my gear, which for any new musicians, I highly recommend it. You know, get a nice amp, <laughs> get a couple pedals, you know, put that together and it will make a difference in your confidence. And, you know, it will probably help you writing too, just getting that confidence. So this is a band where I feel like uh, all four of us, we, we have a good thing going in terms of how we write together our practice schedule. You know, we all we all have jobs, so we kind of contribute contribute financially to making the band a success, and uh, it's uh, it's something that I'm you know really proud of to to be working with these guys. So thanks, thanks guys. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, for me, I've been in a couple bands before this. Um, the first band I was in, I was in high school, and I played. In kind of the same role that I do now. I didn't sing as much as I do now, but uh, that band was pretty cool. I, I really liked playing with them, but we were kind of stuck in like this pop punk emo phase that we all kind of went through in high school. And it was fun, and we had all our friends come out to our shows, and it was great. We played some pretty cool venues, but, you know, we finished high school, and we all went to college, and, you know, the writing for that was pretty simple, I would say. You know, in terms of songwriting and structure and everything, it was pretty simple. Um, and then I kind of jumped around two or three different bands since then. And Andrew and I were actually in one a while ago when we were in college for like a couple months. And that was mainly covers as well. Mm -hmm. But I think after we started playing there, him and I afterwards were always like, eh, well, I think we can kind of work something out. You know, we kind of had similar tastes in music. And... Um, so I think for this band, the, the main difference is the writing, at least I think comes through, we all kind of really have a good sense of where we want to go and, and no one's really like, no one really comes down on if we have an idea, we kind of all kind of try it out, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I think it's a lot more open in terms of writing the songs and uh, I don't know, this band is pretty awesome I think you know we're the the type of music we're playing compared to what I I'm used to playing is definitely um, where I want to be you know we have that melodic kind of poppier sound sometimes with the vocals and maybe some of the guitars but we also like can like rip shit and like dick wag a little bit and, <laughs> and really like get some heavier stuff going on and uh, kick some ass which is like I think for us is like that balance that really where we want to be. We want to we want to be like cool and kick ass and like play some cool stuff and stuff that we always like musically want to write. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we want to have parts of our songs or certain songs be a little bit more popular on that side where people aren't necessarily turned off immediately. Gotcha. You know. We kind of want to strike that balance. I think that's where we're at right now. Cool. And cool. Uh, it's working out pretty pretty well, I'd say. Oh, I definitely, definitely. I mean, I enjoy your music, so. And obviously other people do too. But uh, why don't we uh, listen to another song? What are we going to hear? Who's going to introduce it? Andrew? <clears throat> yeah, um... This song's called Listened to This Crash 
Let me say that again. This song is called Listen to This Crashed. And uh, it's about an old girlfriend. And Saul really likes it because it rhymes. Or doesn't rhyme, right? <laughs> it's That's it's it doesn't rhyme. Like, uh, <laughs> English isn't Andrew's first language. No, I think, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> okay, this is Listen to This Crashed by Give Me Gravity. Shirts all the time I thought I'll let you know Now that she's with you My smell is lifted now Won't bother you at all Unless you think about The reason why I'm gone This is not the end Ash keeps on telling me I will not phone Gem A reason am I doing this You can't change for long As I'm sure you already know From now we're done with change It's time to be okay for now we're done with change, it's time to be okay For now we're done with change, it's time to be okay For now we're done with change, it's time to be okay Now I can't tell you why or where this all became I just know that this song came so naturally same quote on your bed before you sleep I see the same face, it's already been so long This is not the end As you keep someone telling me I will not forget the reason why I'm doing this You can't change for long As I'm sure you already know From now it don't change, it's time to be okay From now it don't change, it's time to be okay from now we don't want change, it's time to be okay. From now we don't want change, it's time to be okay. Drive one day and not looking back at all. Arrive at half past one with no plans looking forward. You're gonna turn around and search for the right words, but I won't let you talk for nothing should be said. But I won't let you talk for nothing should be said. But I won't let you talk for nothing should be said.
You just heard Listen to This Crash by Give Me Gravity. Where can people keep up and find out where you guys are playing at and what's going on? Well, you know, again, uh, you can <clears throat> find everything uh, on Facebook uh, uh, at uh, facebook.com slash givemegravitymusic. Uh, our Twitter account is uh, at givemegravitas, which is uh, Latin nice. for gravity. Nice. Um, you can, again, find us Bandcamp. Uh, we have a... Um, an account with bands in town. Uh, if you uh, sign up as a fan, it'll uh, sync up to your iTunes account and um, and your Facebook account, That's and cool. it'll uh, announce to you when your favorite bands are playing um, locally. Very cool. Mm -hmm. um, did I miss anything? <laughs> well, if you can't remember all that, just go to GiveMeGravity.com. And, and everything's so, there, right? All the yeah. links. Excellent. Yeah. Good, good, good. Well, you know, I mean, um, the the, um, the the good part about having yourself with social media, and I like to give me gravitas. That's good. That's very good. Uh, you don't you don't don't normally see people put in a little Latin in there. Oh, Isaac Newton, he wrote his whole thing on gravity in Latin, so that's kind of where I grabbed it from. Mm -hmm. All right. Wow, well, I've just got an education. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to. I didn't that's mean one to, to grow on, like guys. No, no, no. I didn't no, mean to come you, out like that. You didn't come out like nothing. Okay. You, you scrambled my head. I'm coming. Well, to I just wanted to connect that we just didn't. We're like, oh, let's do Latin for no reason. There, no, 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 no. Hey, that's, I, I that's good. I didn't even know that. I, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We all we'll learned something today. That's, that's cool. I got a new kink in the brain. That's good. So, no one else in the band knew it. So. Just, that literally hadn't come out of my brain ever. <laughs> well, see now <laughs> until you can, now. You know now when we do the next interview, you just took a question away from me. Yeah, okay. sorry. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it was the behind the music special. Storytellers. Um, <laughs> so, for someone unlike me who's seen you guys play before, what would you tell someone to say? You know, this is what you can expect from a show. Forgive me, gravity. What, what what can people expect to see when they come out for you guys? I think Tom should take that one. <laughs> no, I mean you could. I think we're pretty energetic on stage. We definitely like to rock out and have a good time. Um, You're gonna see us jumping off of cabs. You're gonna see us doing trust falls. We we're did, gonna be laying on the ground. Trust falls. That was we're fun. gonna. Wow. I don't know. Nick's gonna look really sexy. He might take his shirt off. <laughs> he might do a 180. Saul's going to play the glow-in-the-dark drumsticks. <laughs> and he's going to make the weirdest faces. Oh, oh man, it's, it's that's the best part of our show. Did you just look at Saul the whole time. And he's like, yeah. Not only are we selective about our shows, we're also very selective about our photos. I'll <laughs> <laughs> Beyonce, okay. But also, as of, as of recently, we've had a lot of people in the crowd know the lyrics to our songs, which is getting really exciting because we'll turn the microphone around, people can sing some of the choruses. And I was like, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, it's, it's a good feeling, and... Uh, yeah, so people have fun. They, they're like, you know, people lately have been telling us, like, you know, from when you started, stage present has just gone up 100%. Like, you know, people don't don't even know the music. They're like, you guys just looked awesome up there. And I really like that part. You did that and that. And so it's, 
Yeah. Yeah, we we just try to have a good time. We don't want to kind of want to separate ourselves from some of the other bands that are up there playing. Mm, just standing still. Standing still. Or standing still. Yeah. We want you give people, a little something for the sight as I well. I mean, as my yeah. my philosophy is if you don't look like you're having a good time, then why? Like, are you actually having a good time? Mm-hmm. You know, and no, that's like, that's good. Yeah, that's very and good. And part good of point. like when I write and when I play music, part of everything that I feel like kind of comes out like while I'm on stage and I'm playing the songs, you know, like it's yep. a part of the experience for me playing. So mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah, it's, it's fun. We have a good time. Cool. Well, can you guys tell us about your influences? I mean, like, you know, what's, uh, change it up a little on you. So oh, me first. Yeah. Right down the line. Just, just tell us like, what was the first record you ever bought with your own money? Oh man. <laughs> Oh, that's gonna be embarrassing. Um, Celine Dion. <laughs> if I'm going real far back with my own money, not a gift. So that, yeah. so I probably got gifted like Backstreet Boys and then Sync. <laughs> so that doesn't technically count. No, no, money, that doesn't count. Explains a lot. Own money that I got that I bought probably like Sugar Ray or Smash Mouth. And uh, Sugar Ray or Smash Mouth was probably the first couple CDs mm. that I bought. Jimmy World was probably the first CD that I bought that I like musically was like, holy shit, this is awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, and since then it's probably kind of just gone down that line of like emo and pop punk, and now it's more alternative and. Um, since then, you know, I've gone through my phases. Well, you know, boys, the men are coming back around. You can no, I, I did not that. know that. But okay. thank you. I'll have to They're check touring. out iTunes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I bought at a garage sale "Tragic Kingdom" by uh, No Doubt. Okay. So that was just you know that was randomly. I don't know why I remember that. But really, my first albums that I kind of started buying on my own when I had a really good grasp of music, but was Metallica. You know, mm-hmm. I bought their Black Album and I loved it and I think I had all, what is it, nine, eight or nine oh, no, at no, that no, time no. studio albums within a couple months after I saved up. And then, I, you know, I went to the Ozzy, I went to the, you know, Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin. I really just got started with the basics and uh, moved on from there. So, uh, that that definitely influences me still going forward, but uh, as of recently, it's been a lot a lot of bands kind of like brand new. My morning jacket. I love State Radio, and I've seen them a million times. They're awesome. And Chad, you're my biggest influence. <laughs> you're not gonna hear this, but it's okay. You never know. know. You never know. That's true. Just tweet him about it like oh. a million times. Dude, I said your name in this I podcast. said your name. Said Listen your name. at 23. Every day. 17. Every day for a year. Just send it to him until he sends you a message back. Yeah, something about stalking laws or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Anyway, Nick. He says you can't come within 50 feet of me. <laughs> um, and first. CD I ever bought my own money. It was a Van Halen album, I'm sure. Positive. Just can't remember which one, but 
Van Howe's my my first love. Made me want to play guitar, so I got a Van Halen CD and then picked okay. up all the rest of them. Which Van Halen now was your first one? I can't remember. Sammy, David? I, I think it was a Dave. Okay. Um, not that I don't like Sammy. No, 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 nothing, nothing against Sammy. Just kind of curious. I'm saying Van Halen one's probably my go-to because Eddie was just on fire that whole album, no pun intended. Um, and then from there, I mean, picking up old Ozzy CDs, like Angel said, Black Sabbath was a big influence, Zeppelin, Hendrix, I mean, there's a lot to name. Nowadays, I mean, I still go back to those albums and listen back. There'll always be classics to me, but right now I'm into like Coheed and Cambria. This came out with a double disc, which is awesome. I recommend it. Um, they're a big influence on me nowadays. Um, always go back to At the Drive In. Um, even more on the metal side too, like Opeth and Mastodon. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I have a good mix of stuff. <laughs> um, first album that I bought that I can remember to date was uh, Nookie. Was it? No, it was actually the Slim Shady LP. Oh, yeah. Okay. By Eminem. So I was actually um, a former rapper. No, let's not talk about that right now. <laughs> no, uh, I'm, um, I'm in the, the middle of answering a question here. So can you do your rap for us yet? Or? No, not at all. Um, so, <laughs> so I bought um, the Slim Shady LP and... I put it on in the car on the way home. My dad turned around right away and made me return it. <laughs> um, so when we got back to the store, he got me uh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart Club. Uh, he got, bought me Beatles album, and, uh, you know, I guess it's just history from there, I suppose. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Well, you know what you bought first. It's not your fault it got returned. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, where would have you been now if you kept it? Let's think about that. Well, I mean, I bought it again. Oh, okay. On, but <laughs> <laughs> that, that was, you know, what they were talking about. That's when I started rapping, you know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Save that for the next one. Um, so, you know, guys, uh, after the local shot show, Going back into the studio, after all that, what's next for Give Me Gravity? I think we want to write real, like get hardcore and write like a couple more good solid songs. Uh, figure out what's going on in terms of where our songs are at and hopefully spring, summer, get some stuff recorded mm -hmm. and then have, uh, you know, either an EP or a full length released uh Middle of summer, I guess, is kind of our Towards end of the summer, maybe our timeline right now. Yeah. Okay, uh, it's kind of like where we're at. I think, um, as of right now, in terms of what we have booked, uh, after uh, 
you know, after March 30th, uh, you know, as Tom mentioned, we're not going to be playing a lot. Um, what we have booked right now, are, it looks like our comeback might be June 1st. Our, right? our comeback. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my For God. For lack of a better word, <laughs> Never. <I guess. laughs> um, Edit you know. that one out. <laughs> <laughs> our yeah. comeback. No, we just have uh, we have a couple of shows at Dockside that uh, Saul's uh, production company puts on. It's pretty awesome. Uh, so we're doing that. Uh, June 1st is a show we're playing, and then in September we're going to play again. And that's out at Dave & Buster's, um, mm -hmm. which is uh, on the waterfront in Philadelphia, which is a pretty awesome show. Uh, great. Good, good shows down there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So... Yeah. Cool venue. It would be a lot of our friends' bands playing. It's like mm -hmm. an all-day thing goes on. Um, so that'll be our first. That's our first book show. But around that, we're looking to write, record, mm -hmm. get something hardcore released by probably you know around July, August. Mm -hmm. Don't hold me to it because no, 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 we won't. But, but people can just keep checking the website yeah. and get yeah, the updates. Yeah, yeah, we'll go. probably play here and there, but we're not. We, we're our main focus is to write and then get something new out because yeah. our last EP came out and it was our demo really it came out in June and it was the first real first good four songs that we wrote mm -hmm. since then we've kind of just really melded and our sound has really come mm -hmm. complete and we found our sound and I think every one of our songs since then has been just better and better and so hopefully we can get something new out by the summer and that'll be kind of like the new thing that we kind of ride on so all right great well hey look guys i want to thank you for taking your time to uh to join uh us here and uh give us an interview yeah, it's been a pleasure thank you. thanks for yeah so uh hopefully uh hopefully definitely be seeing you at the show on the 30th can't wait for that and uh, everybody, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands, and tonight we had Give Me Gravity. Yeah. Until next time, guys. Yeah. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of Unclaimed Bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries.